Ditch the fairy tale, princess. It's time to step outside the status quo and blaze your own trail. The path littered with setbacks, successes, and newfound passions. Why? Because when you break away from the script, you start to pursue a life by choice. One that is all yours. Live unscripted and rewrite your life. I'm so excited for you to tune into today's episode because it is one of those conversations that if I had had it while not having a podcast, I would have closed it with saying, man, I wish I had a podcast so I could have recorded this because the conversation between Tara and I has always been pretty powerful. We seem to share a lot of ethos. We seem to connect on a lot of pieces that I know you do too. And so I knew when I had her on the show that we were going to have magic. We were going to have some juicy conversation. We were going to get to talk about a lot of different things. But what we ended up diving into was comparison and kind of how to win at the comparison game. So she shared some really cool things that she did uh, that had helped support her in stopping that comparison spiral that we get into. You know, Tara's not just a serial entrepreneur. She's not just a movement facilitator. She she's like me and you. She's a personal development junkie. Uh, She is a self-made millionaire who teaches people the art of connecting mindset and movement, which is what I love, right? Mindset, movement, all of the tools to help us really drop in and become who we're put here to be. You've seen the shift of this podcast now being called Unscripted. It's just really my way of helping you see that you don't have to do it like everybody else. And she's an example of someone who's carved her own path from teaching the way she does her program, Tone and Tease, all the way through to becoming an international speaker. She's now a yoga teacher and she facilitates on, you know, really big stages and really owns her power, but she also owns the way that she gets to move through the world, right? She's had a lot of success. She's had a lot of setbacks. She's had a lot of shit happen. And she just is really passionate about creating space for people to explore the most vulnerable and stuck places, you know, in their body really too, and in their minds and has just this like amazing way to help you feel seen and empowered. And and she does it through her sessions and through her coaching and through her movement and through now yoga. So we got into it today. We talked a ton about how good, you know, things can be until they're not. And I wrote that down during our episode because honestly, it just spoke to me. Like it was good until it wasn't. And that, that one line kind of helps us unlock the fact that we don't have to get stuck on shit. We don't have to stay in it if it's not in alignment with who we've become. And I don't know that we give ourselves permission a lot of times to unbecome who we work so hard sometimes to be and accomplish the things, you know, we feel like if we walk away from, or if we change too much, we're going to lose certain parts of us. And really at the end of the day, we, we all want to be seen. We all want to feel some sort of external validation. Uh, but it really does start with us. And this episode gets juicy. I know you're going to love it. I know that women like Tara have been put in my life for me to share them with you. And it is my pleasure to continue to do that with this podcast. It means the world to me that you download and maybe subscribe to the podcast. It would mean an absolute shit ton if after you listen to this amazing episode, you took just a second to leave a rating and review and even share this episode with a girlfriend who you know could just use use this conversation in their life. It's that powerful. So I can't wait for you to dive in. I hope you're having an amazing day, no matter what you're doing, where you're at in your life. 
focus in on this show, give yourself permission to just kind of get lost in the message and in the story that we get to share today and know that like, I see you, I'm with you. I'm walking this discovery path right alongside of you. And I'm always here. If you need anything, just reach out. If you've been recently intrigued by the podcast and you think that maybe podcasting might be something you want to dive into or explore, my podcast course is up and live for you to grab and ingest. You could dive into it tonight, this weekend, tomorrow, whenever you're listening to this episode. And it does come with two coaching calls for the time being to help really get you in your power to start using your own voice to share your message, to explore what that looks like for you, expand your brand, start something, or just have a creative outlet where you get to be you. And that is what I'm here to really, really drive home. That is my purpose, my passion to help you elevate your voice and to get yourself out into the world so people can experience the magic that you have. All right, without further ado, let's hop into the podcast today. This is Tara Romano. You guys, I have what feels like an old friend today on the show with me because we go way freaking back. I don't even quite know where. I want to say like maybe one of Lori Harder's events or yeah, I think that was the first time I experienced the magic of which this woman possesses, which is getting you in a state of slight uncomfortability though to then break through to like shine and do the things you say you want to do. So I'm so excited to have you on the show today, Tara. Welcome to Unscripted. Thanks, Jess. I actually feel the same way. I feel like I'm just chatting with an old friend. Feels so That's good. I know. Isn't yeah. it? So I, I know we, started, we started jamming and I was like, I was like, wait, I didn't even hear record yet. Hold on. <laughs> and I feel like I just want to plug for myself right now with the podcast course I just launched. I'm like, any of you who listen to my show and think that you can't have your own show and that you don't have enough people maybe in your world to like get on and ask questions and chat with, like you do. You do. And on the days where maybe you can't find anybody, like you know enough to talk about things that light you up and get you excited or things that are stressing you out or overwhelming you. That is what this type of platform is for. So if you love listening to podcasts, you should have a podcast. And just for the sake of having to be a creative outlet or something fun to do, like there's my you know, plug on all that, because I don't think I've talked about it enough. And I know everyone who listens to this show knows I'm obsessed with having a podcast and being on podcasts, because I think we really love to consume long form. And you and I both, you know, I feel like have such deep messages that sometimes like a quick snippet on social is kind of just like, doesn't even feel authentic, because you're like, I can't even get my whole like shit out because it's so much deeper than a quick content post or a, or a you can do it type of a thing. So yeah, we go way back. I don't know. You want to intro the people to who you are? Because I see you as you sent me your bio and I'm like, oh, yeah, my bio on you is going to sound a lot different. So <laughs> you know, that's so interesting. Wait, I want to preface what you just said about podcasts. I was actually just talking to my husband because I love to talk and I process through sharing and chatting and talking. So I was like, maybe I'll just do a podcast. I'm like, I'm not sure what I want to come out of it, but I know that I have a lot to say and a lot to talk about. And you are so passionate about podcasting that I was, I even found myself buying your book. I was like, oh, she's got like ways to learn how to do a podcast. I'm like, maybe this is my next step. Um, so that was really funny. And it's interesting that you made the statement after reading my bio that you have so much more to say, because I actually believe that Oftentimes, we can't really see what we offer, and it's so great to have people like you in our lives to say, hey, this is what I am struggling with seeing myself. Like, is there something that you can share with me that I'm not seeing? So I think mm. that's so helpful. That's so good, and it's so true. Yeah, 
I just think it's, um, you know, I had asked a couple of close friends just in navigating uh, where I am in my life specifically. I'm like, what do you think that I'm really great at? Like, what do what do you feel like is one thing that I can totally offer the world? Just to kind of get some feedback. I'm very reflective, so I think it's important. But just to like give um, your listeners just a little bit of a background about who I am. So I'm Tara Romano. I just... Um, I just turned like 45 not too long ago. So it's so wild to even say that. I I said to a friend, I'm halfway to dead. So let's get the show on the road. What am I doing with my life? You know, the past few years have been a little crazy. And if I know whoever's listening, you must experience something in the past few years. And that's really the place that I'm coming from right now. So who I was before, you know, uh, we might have even saw each other and who I am now are, are like similar but different. So I come from the world of group exercise and then dance fitness because that's what became my passion. I was never a trained dancer. My mom just told me that I like would throw myself on the ground before I would go to dance lessons when I was five years old. But I think it's in my blood. My father was Costa Rican. I just love to move. And I say dance, but I call it movement now because a lot of times we talk about dance and people are like, oh, I can't do that. I can't dance. But in actuality, we moved our bodies to music before we even spoke. So I went into group fitness and I just found such a passion for dance. I ended up creating my own uh, dance fitness format, Tone and Tease, back in the day. This is like literally 10 years ago. And then I got into network marketing and then I got into speaking and I started to combine the two because mindset is so important, but I feel like it's so easy for us to tell someone, think like this this is what you're doing. But when we take movement, which is really just shifting our energy in combination with our affirmations, with what we write down, it's just such a powerful shift that literally we get to start to embody it. So that's just been my passion over the years. It kind of just morphed into that way. Like I didn't even, it's, it was one of those beautiful things that I was in such alignment and it was, it just came to me. And honestly, right now I'm in the part of my life of like, I'm feeling a little resistance of what I want to do. So I I asked myself the question, what was I doing back then that got me to that place? So again, very reflective and just, you know, taking a step back to, to remember that. Yeah. So good. And yeah, you have been in the game for so, so long. Like I feel like you were around from the very beginning of where I started to get introduced to like high level female entrepreneurs who were creating their own personal brand and really standing behind something. And yes, utilizing something fun as a way for people to, you know, connect with their bodies, but then also create those shifts through movement by expressing themselves. Right. And you're right. Everybody knows how to dance. Maybe we don't know how to learn choreography. Maybe we don't, you know, maybe we can't be on the next, like, you know, I don't know. Maybe remember fly girls. I always wanted to be JLo. I wanted to be a fly girl so bad. Like we're dating ourselves. Cause I just turned 42. I was just going to say, I'm like, yeah, of course, younger than us. You don't know what, in live, what was that? They were fly girls on, what was that in living color? In living color. Yes. yes. Oh God. She was so good. That was JLo before she was fucking JLo. Um, yeah. And, and I think watching you over the last couple of years, like you were Tara, but before you became like Tara, like, it's just, you, you have evolved so much and it's always so beautiful to watch people's journey. And I think that's one of the cool things about having guests on the show is like, that's my main mission is to like pull back the curtain of that whole season and that transition of what, what did that look like? And how did you get here? Because we see so many people's like polished perfection shit on social where like, we see the brand, we see the followers, we see what we think looks perfect. And I know you well enough to know that shit hasn't always been perfect and you're still human. And you go through moments like you're saying right now, like, what do I want to be when I grow up? What do I want to do with my life? Like, it's so refreshing to hear 
somebody talk like that and to not just be like, yep, got it all figured out. You just do this, 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 and this, and then you will have X, Y, Z. Like that doesn't, it doesn't work like that. It just doesn't. And I feel like one of the uh, conversations that I really love having is for other entrepreneurs, whether they're new or have been in the game as long as I have, is that I'm so different than I was 12, 13 years ago. I mean, clearly I would hope so, right? So the desires of what I want are going to be very, very different. And I think it's normal to question yourself and ask yourself the questions of like, what is it that I want right now? And what's not feeling good that felt good before? It's all normal. So what really significantly impacted my life were two different things. And also, well, I'll, I'll, I'll get back to that, were um, network marketing. Um, I've been a network marketing professional for almost 13 years now. It's so wild to use these numbers. I also feel like the past three years was just like, I feel like, oh my gosh, what, what has happened? Time is so morphed in my mind. And then also Zumba and creating a YouTube channel because I did them simultaneously and they were just things that came to me. So I actually didn't even want to do network marketing, no clue what it was, but I was really passionate about the product and I still am to this day. I feel like find a product that you love and, you know, a company and go with it because it's just another stream of income. You learn so much in network marketing that helps you with businesses across the board. It yeah. It's personal development with a compensation plan. You learn how to speak like you learn about advertising and all things like that community to be a leader supporting a team all of that but then also zumba like that was um came into my life and i was like what again what is this it but i just knew it was something that excited me and i was like i remember seeing people on youtube and this is again going back where there was only like two social media platforms now there's like a dozen where i was watching these women and i'm like what are they doing i'm like oh cool they're like sharing their choreography so i was like cool i'll do that too Both significantly changed my life. YouTube was how I started to travel literally all over the world. And it just gave me so many experiences. Uh, So between both of them, opportunities really presented themselves. And, you know, again, there's so much in that, but that was really the start to it. And honestly, back then, I wasn't probably the one only time in my life that I can remember I wasn't comparing myself to anyone I was more excited about seeing people do things because I was learning from them. So I think it felt different as time went on because we are inundated with so much and so many people and now with all of the platforms. And I mean, you're talking to someone on Instagram stories, Facebook stories, comments, your texts. It's like, it's a, it's a lot. So back then there wasn't as much. And I believe that actually gave me just the freedom to really look within to see what it was that I wanted and, and not compare as much. Yeah. I, I, we, we might as well just go down that rabbit hole quickly because that, that holds so many people that I work with back. And I know so many people listening compare daily and to the point of, you know, that paralysis where they don't do, or they don't think that they can do anything because it's already been done or she's doing it better, or I have to do it like her. And it just, it breaks my heart because I know you and I both struggle with it too. And that's why I wanted to have such a platform like this to talk about that kind of stuff. And always just to remind anybody listening, like I'm no different or better than you. I just was decided to, and I was sick of my own shit and the excuses I was creating around not trying, trying to start. And I mean, we have friends who have podcasts that just hit, you know, a hundred million downloads, 50 million downloads, 5 million downloads. And I'm down here under like a hundred thousand still after a couple of years. And it's tough to look at numbers and compare, but at the same time, like I'd have zero downloads if I never started. So 
when you take the comparison out of things, and I just give that as an example, because we're still living in it, we're still maybe around people who we a admire, but then also make us feel some type of way. So, you know, I feel like talking about comparison, and I think especially through COVID, we had never been so blatantly shown, like, because we had so much time to consume and look and look and look and linger and look some more and dig some more and find all the evidence of like why we were never going to, you know, be, be or do or have what that person has. And I know like it's, it's gotten a lot of people stuck. We can just dive into that. I don't even know where you want to take the the feelings of comparison or the world of comparison that we're in now. So I feel so passionate about this. And I think I'm just trying, like in my mind, I talk about with my my husband and two really close friends often in a way I want to articulate it because I think social media is such a blessing. It, if without it, I my life would have never been what it was. But also in the past five years, I mean, think about how much more we have on social media. It's almost as if we're living our life online more than we are connecting in person. Ooh. And it's, it's a program that as humans, it's really challenging because we are not meant to be on that much of the time. And when I journal on this, I think about how I got to where I was. It's because I was living life. I was living my life connected, understanding like where I wanted to go. I wasn't just online the whole time checking people out. And I believe with reels, which I love, they, they're so fun, is that there's the, there are these numbers that are so not attainable for everyone. And we see someone with thousands and thousands of views and likes, but like, it's not necessarily real human engagement. So you talk about your 100,000 downloads, right? You are absolutely right. Comparing it to someone who's got 100 million, that like, that's just, it's wild. You can't even do that. You can absolutely be inspired by what that person's attained, but there's so much more behind it. And I feel like for me right now, um, it's it's serving more in my community in person and connecting like this uh, online, more intentional. How many of us just scroll? And I feel like we are not, when we scroll and just kind of search through our social media, we're not giving our our brain and our body the time to really know what we want because as soon as we see something, we're like, oh my gosh, they're doing it so much better. Oh my gosh, look at that. It's like taking over our brain and our minds and it's just killing any ounce of creativity that we might have. And you know what I'll add to what you just said? Not only is it making us think that all that shit's already been done, what it does for me, if you have a squirrel brain or if you're like a crazy, ooh, cool idea, what do they call that? Like uh, shiny object syndrome. Yeah. It makes me so unfocused because I'm constantly like, oh, that looks fun. I should do that. Oh, and I'm going to add this and I'm going to do that. And I'm going to do this. And then I get back to do the, to the table and I'm like, okay, what the fuck am I doing? What did I want to do? Why do I want to do that? You know, it's not connected to anything. It's just simply like a, a little bit of FOMO and a little bit of like fake excitement because somebody made something look cool, you know, and I've struggled with that. The majority of my adult life is to you know, the second I took Pilates, I was like, Oh, I'm buying a Pilates studio. And then I'm like, well, why can't you just go to Pilates and have fun? You know, it was like constantly I'm that person. So I don't know. I know I attract people like me on this show. So that's what comparison has done for me too. Yeah. Cause I would say like, is having a Pilates studio really what you want? 
Or is no. it just because, but that's what I'm saying is it's just because that person, it's something about that person, about that place that really does it to you. I want to tell you a story that I did over the pandemic. Um, I actually really haven't shared this a ton, but I have with my friends. I started to unfollow everyone. So the reason I did, and I, and my closest friends I unfollowed, I remember it, oh, social media was overtaking me. I mean, we were in the pandemic. The first year I was good. I was like online. It was good until it wasn't. I mean, I, like a lot of other entrepreneurs, was so inundated with everyone telling me, this is what you should do. This is what you shouldn't do. This person is doing this. And I was watching everyone do everything. And the things that I were doing online were just not working for me. And I was seeing people thrive, which of course I'm happy for people, of course, but I wasn't in the place to be able to watch this constantly, constantly. So I literally started to unfollow everyone. I remember reaching out to a few of my closest friends. I'm like, I didn't need to tell them, but I was like, I just want to let you know I love you and I'm so happy for what you're doing. I'm like, I just can't see it right now because I don't know what I want to do. And I feel like I should be doing what you're doing. So that was really challenging because it it was challenging in the sense of like, I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, I can't believe I'm doing that to a friend, but I'm like, I'm they're still my friend and I'm going to connect with them in person. But I didn't just unfollow. I did a lot of inner work on like, what's happening with you right now? That like when you see this, you know, it, it's triggering you in that way. So I, I did a lot of work in that sense. And I just cleared up my feed because I think we have this weird thought process of if we're not following someone, we're not supporting them. And I believe it's completely untrue. I think that a lot of social media, if we're not careful, can really really make us believe things that just aren't happening. I feel that so wholeheartedly. So because of all of the new new social medias, new things, it's just like constantly changing. And we talk about the algorithms and it's just a lot. And it's adding to the energy that we need for ourselves. Yeah, so true. Um, I recently, someone had showed me how to mute people's stories and people's like, you can mute posts or you can mute the stories. And that's what was happening with some people I know that I was feeling bad that I was feeling bad watching their shit. And they were just showing up bigger than me. They were just putting themselves out there more than me. They were just talking about the things that like I wanted to be talking about a couple things, like actually like the exact same things I wanted to be offering. And because we were so close and in community with certain like of the same people, I felt like, oh, well, she already said it. I can't say it also. And we all know that's so untrue. Like how many hairdressers are there, right? How many fucking coffee shops are there? Yeah. I get that. And I'm one of those, but it still was causing that inner turmoil for me too, where it was making me feel bad to be happy for someone. And, you know, same with you. I'd love to hear like what kind of work you're referring to that you've done. Was it simply just eliminating that propaganda from your day to day? Or was there some deeper shit that you would like to share that maybe we could dive yeah. Yeah, I'm an open book. I feel like, and I shared, I shared a lot vulnerably on social media. And I actually came to the realization that I really, really love to write. Even I love to write in like a poetry way. So writing has become a huge, huge passion of mine. And I also believe, um, so the work that I had to do was inner work. Uh, and it's interesting because I have been going to therapy since I was 10. I mean, I've done everything from NLP to like, you know, EMDR, uh, standing on my head, like, you know, Reiki healing. I've done it all. Like I've always done work on myself. So I was like, what is going on right now? But also over the past 10 years, I've also traveled a crap ton. I was really never in the same place more than two months. I was always going, going, going. It's just who I was. I mean, before I became an entrepreneur, I had seven W-2 forms. I never had less than three jobs. So I'm a hustler. It's just what we knew 
and I'm really grateful for it because it got me to where where I was in terms of like my success with so many different things. It was good until it wasn't. And I really feel I feel firmly that we have this activated feeling when we see other people doing something like they could be a mirror for us, whatever it is. Um, and it's not that we don't want to support them, but it's something in us like, yeah, they might be showing up big. They might be doing what we want. And I also feel like really what it comes down to is we all want to be seen. We want to be seen. And I feel like if we are not seen in this way of like thousands upon thousands of followers, and then we think it's not enough. I mean, there might be someone who created a podcast and they've been doing it for two years and have 10,000 downloads. You know, does that mean that they're any less of an making less an impact in this world? Absolutely not. I mean, imagine if you had 10,000 people in your house, like, you know, or even like it, it, it's just this number thing. We've, we've come this culture of like, that is our worth. So it's being seen and feeling enough, I think for a lot of us. Um, and it's for me, I'm, I'm going to, I'll speak for me. It's like, I guess I thought I healed that and that wasn't something that I needed to work on, but it, it definitely wasn't. And I feel like a lot of the work that I've done over the over the years has really been about that. So, I mean, the pandemic happens, there's no traveling, there's no really anything. And then everything online that I was doing just wasn't adding up. So it just really had to strip all of the things away. I actually got really, really sick too, just last year. I couldn't even teach for like seven months. Um, so, you know, I, I and I believe that stuff happens purposely so we can be like, all right, this is my life. Like, am I, am I living my life and, and doing what's passionate for my business for uh, to be seen by other people as like, I, I made it like, cause what is making it? My advice for anyone listening, we do what we do in terms of our, our career, our, our creativity, obviously to create financial freedom for connection to serve. There's so many different things, but I promise you, and I said this for years, if you're not feeling good inside on the way there, there literally will never be a there because even when you get to a million downloads, you'll want 2 million. Then you'll see the person with 10 million. And then it, it never ends because that's what we're programmed like for humans, which is a beautiful thing because we're always striving for more and to be better. But when it comes at the cost of your well-being for living life, I just personally feel like it's not worth it. And the last thing I'll say to this is, Maybe you're getting triggered because that's not what you want to do anymore. Maybe you feel like that's what fit you before, but it's not what you want. I mean, I was, oh, there's this, I, I'll find out the author's name, but he said, um, feeling like you're off the track is actually part of the track. So feeling like you're lost along the journey is just part of the journey. And this is where evolution happens and you kind of have to reflect on like, is what I've done working and is that still how I want to move forward? Mm. That's a huge piece. And I feel like people have been using that term of like, I feel burnt out or I feel unmotivated, um, out of alignment as a, I don't want to call people out, but like as a scapegoat, cause I kind of was doing it as a way to, as a way to kind of get out of something or be done with something. I had to like, think about that. Like when you try things on for size and you hope you're going to have the same result as the person you were comparing yourself to, and you don't immediately have those results, you think, why bother? That quit, that quitter mentality comes over of like, well, I tried that. It doesn't feel in alignment anymore. Well, maybe it doesn't feel in alignment because you didn't get to see it through to fruition or to the point where you really feel like you gave it your all. And, you know, I was just in a room with Lori Harder the other day and she said, a few things that I took some one-liners that I know you can relate with. She said, dreams are built on decades, not days. 
And, you know, you talk about you've been in the game 10 years and there's still these things that pop up for you and whatnot. And, you know, there's so many people we don't see their five-year journey to, to doing this, to doing that, to then when they finally look like they've made it. And she said, you are building the person who can take off in a year, right? So a lot of times people want that quick win or that quick hit. If I had taken my podcast as seriously from the beginning as I take it now, and I showed up the way I'm showing up now for it, it would be double what it is now. But you're right. The journey and the process of learning all of this stuff is part of it. And I've learned to be grateful for where I'm at so that I can enjoy where I'm at versus like constantly striving for the next thing, like you said, because I do know, and I do have enough awareness that yeah, it's, I'm still going to want more when I get quote unquote there, whatever that means. And I know so many people are listening thinking, well, I feel out of alignment with where I'm at right now. Like I'm, I'm in this transition phase of like this unknowing, but like knowing that something has to shift. And that was a huge part of why I changed the name of this podcast to unscripted. We were beauty inspires beauty for years. And that's who I was. That's where I came from. That's still a huge part of my life. 22 years in the industry. It's, it's what I know, like that's where I grew up. And so that identity shift of letting that person or that persona go. And, you know, the book was a piece of like my heart and and the writing has been the same for me, a way to just make things make sense for myself. And, you know, having to show up on this podcast with thoughtful, valuable content of like, okay, how can you take your scrambled brain and put it into a context and words that is going to help somebody? Let me just help myself and hopefully it helps other people. So the whole premise of like unscripted is, Sometimes we got to flip the script and like change the way we've always done it or the way we thought we were supposed to do it. But where do you get that permission from? Like, where do you, where do you show up and get that permission? I I think obviously we need to give it to ourselves, but if you're feeling the opposite effect from scrolling on social media, that that's, that's not giving you permission. That's almost disempowering you to, to make changes. You know, I feel like a lot of the times and, you know, dependent, depending on where everyone is in their journey, if like you just, um, are you, if you're on the journey of like wanting to leave your job and you're just coming into entrepreneurship and some people might just listen to this for some motivation and they love where they are. But I think what it comes down to is really just going inward because we already know most of us, like most of us has, have had uh, been in rooms where people have told us what to do. And like, there's just so much information on social media with giving us advice, which is amazing. Free advice. It's awesome. But I think we know enough is what I'm saying to make the decision to what what we need to do. And like, you know, it's interesting. Uh, sometimes like there's a saying like, can you teach motivation? I think that motivation is fleeting. So meaning like you can go to an event and get so much motivation, but it's really what happens after. It's really what happens. It's true when no one's watching. So again, everyone's in such a different phase of their life. So is this the phase where you really need to be uncomfortable and like put yourself out there, you know, speak to five people? I actually, this is a good comparison. So when I first started uh, Zumba years and years and years ago, I rented out space. Two people came, nobody came, four people came. I would like travel all over with my little speaker. I was like, I was a hustler. I swear if you looked hustler up in the dictionary, you would find my name. I mean, I did it all. And I'm so grateful that I did because it created a life for me that I can't even, I never imagined the things I would have done. And so now when I'm in the phase, the space of like, all right, 
It's time to reflect and take a minute. This is actually uncomfortable for me too. So it's two completely different things. Like, you know, it's so true. Like a computer can't keep going. You have to charge it. And it's the same way as a human. So me being in this space, watching everyone thrive when I'm in a space of like, I'm not even sure if this is working for me anymore. You know, it's just as uncomfortable. So I, I just feel like I'm, I acknowledge anyone for that space. It's either uncomfortable moving forward or uncomfortable being still. Being still. And now that I'm teaching yoga, it's so much of like what it is. Being still is so hard. And I think that we're always filling our time with like, next, push, you can do this. And listen, hustle culture, there's, there's two extremes. Everyone's like hustle culture, push, 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 manifest. And I'm like, no, it doesn't have to be one or the other. It can be both. It could be whatever you want. And that's the thing. I think there's so much judgment around where people are. And I feel like, you know, just that's why I say like, take a minute and stop listening to what everyone's telling you to do and go inward and just know. And that's why I think the like the masterminds are great because you're around people who will be like, listen, I honor you for taking a minute or I see the potential in you. You need to push a little bit more. Like that's your season. Does that make sense? Oh yeah. A hundred percent. Um, rather than lumping everybody together in the same thing. And you yes. know, what's so, so crazy is like, I, I, you know, I've been involved with the mastermind for the last couple of years, coaching in it and being a part of, of what changed my trajectory of where I'm going and what I'm doing now. But what's interesting is I literally just sat with my human design, like mentor person this morning, talking about feeling a bit brainwashed over the years of like this huge proving scalable scalability, grow, 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 but push, 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 do, do, do. And I'm like, I, I have been ingesting so much education, content, marketing, sales, like I'm in like almost analysis paralysis of like, oh my God, I know way too much now. Where the fuck do I even start? But also there was a moment where you said earlier, like you look at these things and you're like, is this even what I want to be doing? Like, and I reached out to you a couple of weeks ago when you posted about getting your yoga cert. I was like, oh my God, I've been on the fence about doing it. Like, I can't wait to hear about your journey and all that. And, you know, we can always find proof for the things we actually want to do, which is like you, a friend of mine, a mentor, a peer, you getting your yoga cert when, when I'm thinking about getting mine. Right. And like, we can always find evidence to support whatever we want. And there are people out there that will pour into whatever avenue you open up for them to do so. Right. So there was a moment in this past mastermind. I was just in another one two weeks ago. It was a four day uh, community building type of a smaller space. There's a 25 of us girls in there. And after the third day of listening to all these women and talk about all their different businesses, it was crazy, amazing, like different women in there. I literally looked around the room and I was like, I don't want to fucking do this. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. And I was like, I want to fucking host retreats in the sunshine in Cabo, my favorite place. If anybody follows me, I want to live six months out of the year in Cabo hosting retreats where we chill the fuck out. <laughs> I So we had to go around the circle talking about that. And like four ladies hands shot up. They're like, I'll, I'll buy it right now. I'm like, you want to go to a retreat where the title is let's chill the fuck out. And she's like, yep. And I'm like, oh my God, I can create something that is not business-based or something based that I, I don't feel is me. Like I've learned it, I can teach it, but I was like, ew, it felt so fucking good and freeing to know that, you know, I was immediately validated, which let's honor that. Like a lot of times we need our ideas and crazy stuff to be validated, but in a safe space, like they all saw me after knowing me for a couple of days, they were like, yeah, that totally makes sense that you would host something like that. Yeah. So knowing that you 
you literally can create whatever you want if you allow yourself to like explore yes. like the depths oh. of what you maybe don't want to be doing. Because honestly, like Joe Dispenza talks about, you can't just reprogram. You have to unprogram and unlearn and, and get rid of shit before you make room for the new stuff. You can't like, I am yourself into success. Like I am successful. I am rich and amazing. Your body's like, fuck, no, you're not, bitch. You're stressed. You're stressed. Like you ain't shit. Like it's, when he said that, he was like on an interview the other day and I was like, bro, yeah, I've been trying to, I am myself and outwork myself, but I haven't let the other stuff go. And just for context, like anyone listening knows I've been a hairdresser and I've been hanging on to my last couple days. I literally work four days a month. And for whatever reason, I can't let that fucking go. There's a whole like levels to that, but it's like, I know. And how many people like our hands are just, I'm going to hold my hands up for anyone who ends up watching this video. Our hands are so full with the doing and the busy and the distractions that when these amazing other opportunities or things that light you up come into your life, you don't have room for them because your hands are full. You can't even reach out and grab it because you'll drop a bunch of shit and you don't want that to happen. So it's like the overwhelm of the transition or really letting things go is, is so difficult. So I know you've really honed in on helping people like change their state through movement and to really connect back to like getting out of their own way so they can do shit like this. Like, what does that look like? And how do you teach to that now? Yeah. And oh my God, Jess, everything that you just said speaks to me so deeply and you really hit the nail on the head. Like we see so much on social media that's telling us this is what success looks like. This is what it looks like. This is what it looks like. But it only looks like for us. You know, I remember it was a point in time where like I, one of my coaches, they're like, what makes you happy? I'm like walking my dog with my husband. That is like pure joy to me. I'm like right now, that's what I want to, that's, that's what I want to do. You know, I, I've spent years of my life serving like what? It's, it's okay if that's what I want to do. And if that's all I wanted to do for the rest of my life, I'm just, I'm just giving examples. Like, you know, I do think that we need to be stretched and um, we need to, to put ourselves in, in uncomfortable situations to grow. I, I believe that wholeheartedly, but I also think stillness is uncomfortable. So, um, so yeah, so what I do, and I love Joe Dispenza, by the way, I've been doing his work for years um, and I went to his 10 day uh, retreat for like last oh year. He's incredible. I've been to like so many of his stuff. He's actually incredible. He speaks about the science uh, just so beautifully. And he, you're right. He does. He talks about the mindset, but like changing your body. And so his breath work and meditations really change the physiology in your body. So back to what I do, very similar, but like obviously my own way. What I did with my Tone and Tease program back in the day is we started off the class before I even put the music on with affirmations. So like I'm fearless, I'm confident, I'm beautiful. Um, and that's fun to do, but we yelled them out and we shifted our body and we did power poses doing them. So over the course of the class, like, and then we would do simple movements like walking. So I started off with just basic stuff that we all do all day, which is stand, which is standing, walking, talking. So it's not even feeling like you're dancing. And then you add music to it. And it's just this beautiful shift in your energy. And I've kind of um, started catering it more to where it's uh, like that. My Tone and Tease program was we wore heels, we dressed up and we gave ourselves an alter ego name. I take them through visualization. But when I do it at events, it's not so much the choreography piece. It's just showing that like, hey, you're sitting in your chair. Like I, I actually did an event where it was like in an orchestra seating. So showing that like I literally can teach this wherever you are. Like you don't need a lot of space. You could be sitting in your chair. Uh, it's just shifting. You can like clap your hands while you're saying it. Like 
like I, one of the things that I did, I was like, all right, clap your hands, smile and say, I'm depressed. I'm de you, like, so not to, I, I actually feel so fully that we need to feel all our feelings. And I'm not saying that like to bypass anything, but there comes a point in time. And trust me, I had, I actually shared this at Lindsay's event like a year and a half ago, like where I had like just the darkest time, like in the past couple of years of my entire life. And I know a lot of other people out there felt similarly because I've had, you know, one-on-one -on -one conversations, but there came a point in time where I'm like, okay, like something needs to shift because I don't want to feel this way anymore. So it's movement. It's taking a shower. It's changing your clothes. It's walking, going for a walk, you know, it, it's things like that. So, um, it's breathing literally what we have every day, God bless that we don't even have to think about. So all of these little things. So I started to incorporate that more. So it's really just sharing with like how you can take the mindset piece, feel where you are and get to where you want to be. That's beautiful. It really is that simple. And we are, we are complicated human beings who love to overcomplicate everything. And especially as women, I feel like we have this unspoken pressure and fuck spoken pressure, right? It's that we should be performing at a certain level. And so many of us grow up in that proving household that like, if we don't prove ourselves, if we don't do this or do that, then we're not going to be loved. And that translates into life and then into business. And, you know, it's like this constant state of the doing rather than how, who, how, who do I want to become? And to be able to change that and to step into that and to embrace, like, what do I actually want? Who do I actually want to be? Like, I, I, oh, I get a choice in how I show up. I used to love the line, like, this is who I am. Take it or leave it. Like, that to be my title or how I introduce myself. This is just me. Well, okay. Well, what does that mean? Like you, you're not a beautiful, like blend of all the things you can't be masculine and feminine. You can't be soft and hard. Like you can be all those things. And I love, you know, Tony Robbins is a lot of that change your state and like put yourself in a situation where you can't even have that persona. Like you used to teach us when we did dance stuff. And maybe you do need to step into that persona sometimes to take action. And yes. like you said, you got to do what you got to do in order to accomplish the things that you want. And there's going to be moments where all you do want to do is walk your fucking dog and not talk to anybody. So you got to honor that. And like learning that I'm a projector and that we need that space and that time to like be and, 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 have quiet rest time alone, you know, that's where I feel the most energized and people don't understand that. And I'll never forget. You said this earlier and it triggered this moment when my son's dad and I were trying to get, we got, we, we got back together briefly after a couple of years of being apart because we had shared this common thing where we didn't have our parents together. We didn't have that, you know, and we wanted to give it to our son and we hadn't found anybody else, but we knew, we knew we weren't right for each other, but we were trying to make it work. So we stayed real busy and we had all these things we were doing and little vacations and stuff. And the lady who used to babysit Kai, uh, one day I went to pick him up and she's like, why don't you come inside and have some wine with me? And I was like, oh, okay. Like we were friends before and we were sitting there and she kind of crossed her arms and sat back and she's like, so how are you guys really? And you know me, I, I went right into performance mode. I'm like, oh, we're great. We're doing this. We're doing that. We're like super staying busy. And I just gave this whole spiel and she laughed. She goes, oh, cool. So you guys are staying distracted. That's great. That's a really good way to build your relationship. And she said it so lovingly and nice, but she like saw right through my shit. And she, she just fully called us out. And I remember going back thinking, how often do we keep ourselves busy so we don't have to deal with the feelings we're actually feeling or get to the root of what's actually going on inside of us so that we can make some changes. And I think until you allow yourself that peace to really 
unfollow the, sh- the bullshit that you're doing, you won't have the change that you seek in your life. And you won't, you can listen to all these like add a girl podcasts and like, don't worry, your time is coming. Like you keep going. You can listen to all that hype shit. And I like, while I do love some of that myself, you truly don't believe it. Because like you said, I can't be like smiling and clapping when really inside I'm feeling a different type of way or vice versa. So I I love that you're doing this work because it's so needed and so many people need someone real raw and honest like you to like show up and share the imperfections and the truth around how you got here, why you're doing this work and like why you're so passionate about it because we usually teach to something or a version of us that needed this and it didn't exist in the way we wished we could find it. So we need to create it. And so if you're listening and you're inspired by what you're hearing, like if you don't have that other than listening to the show, like go out and create the things that you want to have in your life and, and go out and start talking about them and find people who resonate. And not a lot of people will, I'll, I'll just be dead honest. They'll look at you and be like, that's cute. But you will, if you keep talking about the things that you want and, and the company you want to keep and the aspirations that you have. And, you know, that's why I'm building the community I am because I didn't find it in the way I wanted it. And I knew it was going to be a lot of work and make me really uncomfortable when only two people show up on a call or only a few people download the podcast episodes. But you know, I'm proof, you're proof that you have to put yourself out there in order to have different. Yeah, it's it's definitely challenging to do things when there's not a lot of people surrounding you. And you oftentimes can get in your head about like, is this right? But I feel like that's why it's really important to get really clear on what you want to do and moving forward. And then you can get the advice from people. Like if you know that this is what you want, like, and you're really committed to that. I'm, I'm huge on writing things down. I'm huge on visual visualization, just like really tapping in and taking one step at a time. You don't have to do it all at once. Make the decision first, start taking actions from there. Don't let the numbers drive you crazy. If you're, if you're going to compare yourself to the numbers on social media, you will be very unhappy. I promise you the numbers is not going to tell you what your success are. I believe that the feeling inside your body will because and I and the the service that you'll give people to like start in your like start in your area. Like and, you know sh- that's why social media is great online. I mean it's it's so big but like you know five people in your house like to even share something with. It's a good amount of people. You like even if there's five people and then if it's something that's really in alignment with what you're passionate about, the energy doesn't lie. I just really fully believe that. That's why I'm just all about energy in in the body because we feel it. We're energy beings. It's scientific proof. So I believe that like we can tap into what's feeling good. Um, I want to find the uh, author of that book. Okay. It's called The Lion Tracker's Guide to Life. His name's Boyd Vardy and such an amazing book, but it just talks about the transition, whether it's transitioning to your first entrepreneurial or creative experience or just transitioning at any point in your life and really tapping in to what feels good, creating community around what you want. It's just like, it's actually a really just a profound book. He's incredible. Amazing. Thank you for that share. We will definitely put that in the show notes if you guys want to grab the Lion Tracker's Guide to Life. I mean, who doesn't need help in, in, in the guidance of life? And it's always so nice to hear someone else's perspective. That's like not in your circle. That's not really a, a quote unquote influencer. Maybe he is, I don't know, but I, I feel like, you know, 
when you see someone doing the work and they refer you to something, it's always such a, it's like a referral business, right? You're like, it just feels better. And you feel like, okay, I trust her. I liked her. I connected with her. I'm going to go check that shit out. So where can people like connect with you? What are you offering right now? Where are you going to be? I know you are all over the place speaking, teaching, like how can we get a piece of you? So I'm, I mean, you can go to my Instagram, Tara, uh, Tara Romano, and I'm just going to start, I haven't touched my email list in two years. So talk about like, you know, taking some sort of action, but I really have so much to say right now. And with social media being just as broad as, as it is, I really want to have more in-person conversations. Um, I am starting to do events again and just getting back out there. I really took the past couple of years just to take a step back and to heal parts of me that needed to be healed. And I'm really grateful for the life that I created and the financial stability I had to really take that time. So that was like, I found a lot of gratitude and the ability to do that. And I just know that there's other people possibly feeling things similar and just not talking about it. Um, I talk about my feelings a lot and I just think as humans, we're not used to that. We weren't taught that. So just going to have real conversations and just start doing more fun things in terms of movement. Yay. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, maybe you, you are a perfect candidate to come to the chill the fuck out retreat. I'm, I mean, yes, sign me up. <laughs> Perfect. I think everybody deserves to come to the chill the fuck out retreat. I'm actually leaving, leaving for Cabo in, uh, in two days to go plan that I'm celebrating my birthday, uh, kind of late. And then I'm, I'm going to go plan that whole thing out. Cause this has been on my heart to do for like the last two or three years. Okay. I'm so happy for you. You can, you can, that's a, you're an exact, a great example of what I mean by like energy. You just feel it. You're so excited about what you're doing and you just can't fake that. And if you, no. if you do fake it, it, you can't sustain it. Right. Oh, a hundred percent. I've tried to fake a lot of other things and I, I share that and I have been sharing it more on social because I say, you know, you guys, if you've been following me for a while on social media, you can see I've, I've pivoted and changed and explored different opportunities and things that are out there. And that is literally the only way you're going to know if you want to do something is to try it on for size. So yeah. if you are in the phase of trying things on, like keep trying that shit on, like it is the most empowering thing to know. Like I tried that. It didn't feel like a right fit. Doesn't mean I can't circle back, but like, what's next? What's next? In that phase of like ex exploration, like I've expanded so much as the, as the, to what I know, the human I am, the compassion I have and the empathy that I have for other people in that same phase. So yeah, if you're one of us and you're still in that exploration phase, no matter what level of success you've had in the past, you are welcome to the club of uncertainty right now because it is for everyone. Um, but if you don't keep putting yourself out there and getting a little uncomfortable, like she said, you you won't get to test your edges and kind of see what you're really made of. And I think that's one of the ethos that you and I share is like, no matter how long of a season we take to connect back to ourselves and pause, we are always we are always kind of ready to like get back out there. And that's something that I think that resiliency and that ability to know, like we weren't put here just to fucking survive. We were put here to thrive. And there, there are seasons to when you get to thrive and blossom, right? That cocoon season of like, oh, it's butterfly season now. Like some people's yeah. cocoon seasons longer. So just if you're listening and you're feeling inspired, like share this episode with your girlfriend. If, if, you know, anybody, you know, in your world could use just a little encouragement to be reminded, like, yo, these chicks are awesome. They, they don't got it all figured out. They're doing big things. And so are you. And I think when you, when you share content like this with people that you love or that inspire you or that you want to lift up, it's, it's so much more meaningful. Cause you can say like, I thought about you during this episode and I wanted to send this to you. Like, let's talk about it after you watch it or after you read this book that I'm sending to you. So know that, you know, I send shit to people all the time and sometimes I don't even get a response and I, and I don't mind. I don't love it. I thought about them. I want them to know I was thinking about them and you know, how can I help or add value without being like, I don't know, imposing or whatever. So always, always know that 
people love to be invited or included and to be seen, like you said earlier. So this is a great way to help people feel seen. Um, and you guys go follow Tara. She's one of my faves. We've, we, we will connect again and hopefully, uh, you can see both of us at the retreat that I will announce a date soon after I get back this weekend. Um, I love you. Thank you so much for spending time with us on the show today. Thanks Jess. We'll see you guys on the next one. Giving back is easy. Leave unscripted your five-star rating and written review. I appreciate your support more than I could ever put into words. 